here's the thing. You can say in isolation that trading Carlos Santana doesn't matter, and you'll be right. But there's so much more to it. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Did you catch that sigh? That's not an accident today. Uh, This show comes to you bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. Those come highly recommended in this city. And I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. It's Pirates and Phillies tonight at PNC Park, 7.05 p.m. First pitch, I'll be over there covering it for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Chances are excellent I won't be writing about the game itself when this franchise continues to find it wholly acceptable to kick the can down the road. That's all this is. That's all this is. Yeah, sure. Isolation. Season's shot. Santana's 37 years old. Nice player for this year. Uh, Real good value. Good leader. Good guy. Just a few days ago on the West Coast, Derek Shelton referred to Santana, someone who is, quote, so valuable for us, end quote, for those reasons I just mentioned and several others. Not that valuable, apparently. Not as valuable as, I don't even remember his name. I'm sorry. They got some prospect from the Brewers, who are inside the division, by the way. Another issue you can throw into this that's just as, wow, they just don't have a competitive bone in their body, these guys, you know? It's the Brewers. It's a team that just two months ago, You were going up to their place and battling them for first place. And and now it's like, here, have a Santana. Good luck. Win it all for us. There's just nothing. There's nothing there. And you know what? If if you want, you can turn your nose up at that. You can say, oh, that's such an old way of thinking. That doesn't make any sense. They really shouldn't be concerned with stuff like that. Okay, fine. Your counter-argument, then, had better include some real rationale for making the trade. Because Mr. Number 28 or 31 or whatever the various guides have him, uh, this shortstop prospect, who they even noted on their own press release the Pirates did is like a 45-grade defender with a 45. That's not any good on a 20 to 80 scale. That's not somebody who's going to get better. That's not a ceiling prospect. The reason that they do this, I believe this. This is not uh, some conspiratorial dark side of me. I believe that they do this to perpetuate the feel, including inside their own environment, including with Bob Nutting and Travis Williams, that it's okay to just rebuild perpetually. There never needs to be a stop to it. It's going to be a continuous cycle because they want to tell themselves that they're the Rays. And this is what the Rays did when Blake Snell was traded right after the World Series. 
There's a huge difference between the Rays and this franchise. The Rays not only can acquire talent, they can develop it. And then once they bring it to St. Petersburg, they can instruct it. They can bring people out of slumps. They can do crazy things like that. So the Rays have afforded themselves the right to operate their distinct way because they take care of all the real stuff first. These guys aren't the Rays, except maybe in their heads. These guys do not have the right, I believe, to be kicking any cans down any road. This is year four of this tenure. This is arguably the biggest backward step yet. And that's saying something considering the previous two seasons saw 101 and 100 losses. Neither of those seasons involved even a passive, partial commitment to winning the way this one did. And you'd better believe neither of those seasons had a 20-8 and eight start that management willfully decided wasn't going to matter. So no, you don't get to make trades like this in perpetuity. I'll say it again. This isn't about Santana. This isn't about me getting wacky about, you know, one 37-year-old first baseman. I even said on yesterday's show, and you can replay it, that the one player that I would keep out of the three that I believed are on the block would be G-Man Choi, and that G-Man could handle first base, that you wouldn't need Santana. Remember I actually said you're going to kill me for this? Okay, yeah, so I did say that, and I'm not changing my tune on that. What I am saying here is that there needs to be an understanding within 115 Federal that this is no longer okay. You go ahead and do your Rich Hill. Move Rich Hill. But if you think for one split second we're letting you move a Mitch Keller or David Bednar or whatever these other names that are going to continue to fly around even though they're not going to get traded, let them know why. Let them know why. That even if someone were to offer you something really nice for Bednar that would pay off in three or four years, let them know you should have done that three or four years ago. This isn't that time. You've had your time. Win next year or see ya. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike. 
your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from David, also in response to the Santana trade. He says, DK, perhaps you could give Henry Davis a try at first base in the offseason or spring training. He's probably been catching his entire life, so playing the outfield is just unnatural to him. Get him back to the infield. David, I could answer this one in a single word, and that's a no, but... (laughs) I'm grateful to have you listening to this show, so I'm not going to do that to you. Davis has an 80-grade arm. Remember I said in the opening segment, there's a 20 to 80 scale, and the dude they just picked up from the Brewers is a 45? Okay, Henry's an 80 on the arm scale. You've seen that arm. You are not wasting that arm at the one position that doesn't require one. It's just not going to happen, and if it does, it'll be... It'll be the dumbest positional thing. No offense. I'm talking about the you know the people who are baseball people who are paid to know this stuff would be making the dumbest decision we have seen in a long, long time. And man, <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore. But I really don't think that'll happen. I do think that there's hope for Henry in right field. You have to understand, uh, he was just thrown into this. He shagged a few fly balls in Bradenton, and then about two months into the season, he started seeing a little bit more time. He was seeing it in minor league parks that don't have a second deck, which any outfielder will tell you coming from the minors to the majors, that's by far the biggest adjustment, having a second deck of seating. Whereas in the minors, thing goes off the bat and there's, you know, skies and tree, nothing else. You read the ball a lot easier. If anything, I'd like to see Henry get additional time in the outfield, but also, you know, behind the plate. Remember, that's his thing. And Ben Charrington himself was saying just a couple months ago, before either of them was up, that the Pirates had worked out some sort of unusual mechanism through which both of them could be starting catchers and then spend the other days out at different positions to make sure that their bats are in the lineup. Okay, That sounds all right. Why not try that? But I'm also glad that you brought this up, David, for another reason, and that's to remind everybody that after Choi, there's no first baseman here. There's Connor Joe. While Connor Joe can field the position at a decent level, he can do anything in the field, we've seen that he can't hit. Well, no, we've seen that he doesn't want to hit. It's a pretty big difference. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to, I feel like I have to say something. There's a lot of times when this particular program of the three daily shots that I do can get into some repeated messaging. And that's not my intention. I, I don't prefer to be nails on the chalkboard. It's something that I even stress 
to our reporters here at DK Pittsburgh Sports, you know, make sure that you're coming up with something that's new, that's fresh every day, something that somebody else doesn't have. And I, I'm, I'm promising to you right now that I make that effort. But when the same things keep happening for the same reasons, I don't feel it's a fair or accurate representation of the subject matter for me to change the subject. I don't look at the offense, for example, and think to myself, man, you know, if only this one or two guys would get out of a slump, everything would be okay. I I can't engage in that subject. I can't. Because I see the commonality. So do you. So do all of us. And I see the inaction in addressing those commonalities. And that's the problem. We can talk about symptoms all day. I'm into causes. And the, the cause of the hitting thing is, I mean, no, they're not loaded with talent. They have enough. They shouldn't be this bad. They shouldn't be watching all these third strikes go by. What they don't have is a, is a hitting coach. What they don't have is a hitting philosophy in general that makes sense. And what they don't have in the much broader scheme, and the only reason that Carlos Santana was traded yesterday, is because they haven't drafted, developed, and instructed players anywhere near well enough over these first four years. Please, please, as someone who follows and supports this franchise, meaning you, don't fall for the symptoms. Think about why Santana was traded, not who, whatever, nobody he was traded for. Think about why he was traded. They'd love for you to talk about this 18-year-old shortstop with the 45 grade. They'd love for that to be the topic of the day. It isn't. It isn't. Never even said his name. Let's do this again Monday. 